are listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to this week's episode of the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This is Daniel Davis. This week we are looking at Unit 16, Session 3, titled God's Judgment of the Prideful. Previously we looked at Daniel 1 where we saw young Daniel and his three friends resolve to be faithful to God at the outset of their exile to Babylon. The Lord blessed this decision in their lives, which led these four Hebrews to being appointed to positions of power and influence by King Nebuchadnezzar. Yet while they impressed the king with their stature, knowledge, and wisdom, this also put them in positions to face the ire of the pagan king and to stand out for the glory of God. Twice, Daniel interpreted dreams of the king that had negative conclusions. His honesty in addressing the king in these matters saved lives and continued his upward climb as an official in Babylon. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a greater difficulty with the king when they refused to bow down to a golden statue of his image. This resulted in their being thrown into a fiery furnace. But it further resulted in their miraculous rescue before the eyes of the king and glory being given to God. In this session, we jump ahead a few decades to Daniel as an older man. Because of his resolve to remain faithful to the Lord, God blessed him and his time in exile. Here we will see God once again use Daniel as the conduit of his revelation as he pronounces judgment on King Belshazzar for his stubborn and foolish pride. In point one, we see the Lord confront Belshazzar as one who profanes that which is holy. Belshazzar was a grandson of King Nebuchadnezzar, and a successor to the throne. The Leader Guide commentary on page 35 explains a bit more of their familial relationship and Belshazzar's status on the throne as a co-ruler. But suffice it to say for our purposes that Belshazzar is at home in his palace throwing a party while his doom was about to knock on the door. Being drunk with wine, Belshazzar made the foolish decision to ask for the silver and gold vessels that Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple in Israel before its destruction some 50, 60, 70 years earlier. The king wanted to use these sacred items of the Lord as part of his own revelry. Essentially, he wanted to make a mockery of the God of Israel, praise his own gods, and elevate his status in the eyes of his partygoers. But then something happened that he did not intend. Belshazzar received a divine message being written on his wall by disembodied hand. Naturally, this sobered up the king and his party very quickly. This apparition rocked Belshazzar's world, causing him to lose control of various parts of his body. In his terror, he saw the message but didn't know what it said, and none of his wise men or counselors could interpret it either. How fearful to receive a divine message and not be able to understand it. Eventually, wise old Daniel was brought in, having earned himself the reputation of being an interpreter of divine messages and dreams by virtue of the blessing of God upon his life. In point two, we read part of Daniel's prelude to the interpretation, which amounts to the truth that the Lord rebukes those who exalt themselves instead of him. To help put verses 22 through 24 in context for your group, you will need to summarize what happened in Daniel chapter 4 with King Nebuchadnezzar. The leader commentary on page 37 will help you do this, but it's worthwhile to read chapter 4 for yourself. You might even enlist a group member ahead of your group time to read Daniel 4 and provide the summary for your group. In short, Nebuchadnezzar exalted himself in pride 
and was subsequently brought low by the Lord in judgment. For seven years, he went about with the mind of an animal. Imagine it, the mighty king of Babylon who had conquered the known world, crawling around on all fours and eating grass like a beast. For seven years he existed in this manner, until the Lord returned his sanity to him, and he was restored to his kingdom. From there, he offered up a word of praise and honor for the Lord alone. Nebuchadnezzar seemingly learned his lesson. Much of Daniel chapter 4 is written in the first person from Nebuchadnezzar's point of view. And his final words are these, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise, exalt, and glorify the King of the heavens, because all his works are true and his ways are just. He is able to humble those who walk in pride. The King of the heavens is the Most High God, the Lord of Israel, the God of one of the peoples that Nebuchadnezzar had conquered and exiled. Now with this context, Daniel's words in verses 22 through 24 begin to make sense. Belshazzar knew about this event and time in Nebuchadnezzar's life. He may even have seen it play out with his own eyes. But whereas Nebuchadnezzar learned a valuable lesson about exalting himself above the Lord God of Israel, Belshazzar did not learn that lesson. Instead, he took a deep dive into his own pride, and he would never return to the surface for air. In point three, we see the Lord judges those who are found to be deficient. Daniel finally gets around to interpreting the handwriting on the wall, and it is a message of judgment. Despite its negativity, Belshazzar keeps his word and honors and elevates Daniel to the third ruler in the kingdom. But this is little more than a sideshow, because that very night, Belshazzar's doom came. The Medo-Persian army conquered Babylon and executed King Belshazzar. His pride had caught up with him and took him to the grave, just as the Lord had foretold through his writing on the wall. King Belshazzar's pride led him to profane the temple's holy vessels, and he was judged for his sin. The holy God will not abide the pride of his image bearers, and he will not suffer his holiness to be tainted by human sin. But whereas Belshazzar's pride led to his death, Jesus' humility led him to his. Jesus Christ came to earth so that he might be profaned by humanity and become the sinless sacrifice judged for the sins of the world so that we might be free to learn our lesson about pride and be restored to a right relationship with our Creator. Because Jesus humbled himself to be judged in our place, we should seek to cast aside all pride, exalting Jesus as the Savior of the world every opportunity we get. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.